The joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. Russell M. Nelson. Hi friends, welcome to the Peace by Peace podcast. My name is Mackenzie, and if you're anything like me, trying to balance everything in your life sometimes leaves you feeling drained, overwhelmed, and fearful. If you're wondering how you can find joy in every situation, magic in the mundane, and rest for your soul, I'd love to have you join me as we uncover simple practices to point us back to peace. The second fruit listed in the fruits of the spirit is joy. Joy is actually my middle name, so it has always been extra special to me, but that doesn't mean it's always an easy thing to attain. Today we're talking about what joy really looks like and how to keep it no matter what you're facing. As I've been thinking about this episode all week, I've had this song from my childhood stuck in my head. Singing is not my specialty, so I won't sing it for you, but if you want to listen to it and have it stuck in your own head, you can go listen to it. It's called I've Got the Joy, 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 Joy Down in My Heart. Maybe some of you are already humming it, and that's been me all week. And the lyrics that have been stuck in my head go like this. I've got the joy, and then it repeats joy a lot. Down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. And I love those lyrics because joy is something we have and hold on to and keep in our hearts. It is a joy that is steadfast and doesn't waver in hard times. It's something we choose to have and something that grows and becomes easier as we stay connected to Jesus, our source of joy. The Greek word for joy is chara, which means an inner delight, gladness, or rejoicing. Joy is another word, like love, that has lost some of its power, though. People see it as an emotion synonymous to happiness and base it off of external circumstances. There's no judgment in that as it's super easy to do, but that isn't what joy is. If someone is a joyful person, that doesn't necessarily mean they are bubbly with happiness and positivity all the time. Instead, it means that there is a joy that overflows out of them even when their life isn't going so well. And that may look like peace on the outside or the ability to see the larger picture in a situation that seems overwhelming. When I think of joy as a choice, I think back to times when I just want to be a Debbie Downer. The times when I'm aware I am being pessimistic and crabby, but I also know I don't want to snap out of it. I hope I'm not the only one who does this, but there are times I just want to feel sorry for myself and my situation. I know I have the ability to see it in a new light with a joyful and eternal perspective, but that doesn't mean it's easy to do. Paul wrote to many churches that began after the death of Christ, and he reminds the Thessalonians to rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances, for that is God's will in Christ Jesus. And that's in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18. And Paul isn't writing that without experiencing hardship. Some of his letters were written even when he was in a jail cell. Joy is a choice. Rick Warren defined joy this way. Joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life, the quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right, and the determined choice to praise God in every situation. Joy doesn't just happen to us. It comes from recognizing God is in control, and he is a good God that we can trust because his plan is better than our own. 
When I look back on my life, there are many times I prayed for something to happen and it didn't happen, or I was facing something difficult in my life and I didn't understand why. Now looking back with the clarity that being outside of that moment gives us, I can see why it was best and even way better that some things I prayed for didn't happen. I wish I could go back and tell myself to choose joy and trust God in every situation because now that I'm out of it, I can see why it had to happen. But since I can't go back and tell myself those things, it's something I need to actually tell myself now and every day and remember those times. Another Greek word, and I want to apologize if these are horribly mispronounced, but I did not study Greek or learn any Greek, so this is what Google told me to say. <laughs> so another Greek word closely associated with joy as chara is charis, which means grace or a gift. Chara, or joy, is the natural response to charis, or grace. We have joy because of God's grace. We choose to be joyful because of God's promises and plans in our lives. I love the phrases quiet confidence and determined choice in Rick Warren's definition of joy. When we don't understand what is happening in our lives, we can choose to be confident that our Heavenly Father is in control and He always does what is best, even if we can't understand it. And having that quiet confidence is a determined choice. The world isn't always going to tell you to have faith and trust in God. Maybe your own friends and family won't even. Choosing joy isn't easy. It's a fun catchphrase to put on Instagram or a coffee mug. It's a different thing when we're facing something difficult in our family, with our friends, work, or school, or just when our day isn't going well. It's easy to get caught up in our emotions and ride the roller coaster of our feelings. This doesn't mean that we over-spiritualize and minimize our feelings. There is some danger in saying choose joy, because some people may take that as meaning it's wrong if you ever feel anything but joy. God created us to feel and to have emotions, and he wants us to express them. When something hard is happening, it's normal and helpful and necessary to fully feel all of your feelings and not rush them or put yourself on a timeline of when you think you should feel better. It's more harmful to push your feelings aside because they'll come out in different ways at another time. Process your feelings with God. Even though he already knows everything, he desires for that kind of relationship between you and him where you can always be honest. Talk to a trusted friend or mentor or counselor as well to help you process your emotions. Sometimes it's hard to find joy in our present circumstances, but we have joy because our joy is found in God's promises that he will be glorified through every situation. Your joy doesn't depend on you and what you do or earn or what is happening around you, but it depends on the overflow of being connected to Jesus, the vine and producer of fruit. Thank you so much for being here and listening to today's episode. I hope you keep your joy tucked down in your heart where external circumstances can't take it away. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already so you're notified every time a new episode goes live. And until next week, you can find me on Instagram at Peace by Peace with Mac. I hope you have a joy-filled week. <laughs>